everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm joined. I'm excuse me. It is extremely loud in my ears. I'm Kyle Bossman, your moderator. I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Thank you, Ian. Cloud Strife. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Brandon Jones. Captain America. And this is our live E3 episode. We are we are talking to a live audience right now. Uh, we can't hear what they're saying. Um, music's still going, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> This is normally where we like fade it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, then we bring it back shit. up. This is always where we. Bring I it back wanted up. to have the headphones on. Yeah. Uh, so you know. It's because I can hear. So I can hear. I I can hear all of you okay, so well. We I, yeah, I can hear that. Nice. No no secrets uh, are getting by me. Uh, this is the first like. I'm I'm out of my mind right now. Uh, this is the first time we're going to do our new opening segment. Glenny's cauldron oh, is done. Oh crap! Oh no! Yeah, everything's it's all the cauldrons are sealed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you want to join, we're not prepped for this. Yeah, if you want to join the game jam, by the way, Google uh, Glenny's cauldron jam. It's easier than finding on itch.io, but that will take you to itch.io. The new segment to open this podcast is the Desire Index. Oh. So uh, each week to start off the podcast, we will add one game to the Desire Index. But because this is the first day of Desire Index, we're adding two games. Okay. Okay. We Didn't need we to bl- kill this forever. We killed last year's forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is a whole new edition of the Desire Index. Okay. 2019 edition. Yeah, it's like a it's a tree, you know. Um, okay. Which do you desire more, panel? Doom Eternal, or Cyberpunk 2077? Oh. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Why? Um, I played Doom. Mm-hmm. I know what Doom is. I love Doom. Yeah. For me, Cyberpunk is just a bit more unknown, and I'm very curious. I, I didn't say which one are you more curious about, Brad. I, but that's me being excited for it. Okay. I desire that more. You desire curiosity. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Blood, you also were very certain immediately. Yeah. Why? Uh, for, for one, I, uh, as much as I would like to play it, I still haven't gotten around to playing the last Doom. Uh, so Shame on you, Bloodworth. That is my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, I, I mean, I think to me that just... Is clear evidence of where my actual desire lies. You could play cyberpunk. You could you could bring out of the old pencils and dice. We could play cyberpunk right now, but you're not. That's not the same thing. Okay, a little too cute. Uh, Jones, you sounded less certain. Oh no, I'm. I, I just they jumped out answering before. You're no, cyberpunk. I'm. I'm 100. percent Yeah. Cyberpunk. Ian Hank, are you, are you as well? Yeah. Was this just the easiest call in the world? Yes. I mean, I, I love. <laughs> well, I feel bad. It's I, not like I, yeah, I thought about great. it. I thought Don't about it for a little bit, but like. That's a, that's a desire index, yeah. the lesser of two evils, you yes. know? It's, yeah. So that's where the desire index is right now. Number one, Cyberpunk 2077. Number two, Doom Eternal. Not a bad list. Not a bad list. Uh, Just those two you'll be very happy with. It is now time for corrections. Ian, begin correction music, please. Uh, <laughs> you play as Captain Price in the all gillied up mission in Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. So, like, there oh. is, yeah, the first one. You do play as him for a little bit. Cool. The uh, reason I picked that, that correction is because, like, I think we all remember that mission. All gillied up. That's when you have the ghillie suits. You're, you got like all, all the. Like, I think that's the first time a lot of people heard of a ghillie suit. Me included. <laughs> it's like, oh, they do this. So snipers are so cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, that was cool. Memorable mission. Yeah. Um, uh, Crystal Chronicles Remaster was first shown at the pre-DGS PlayStation lineup tour. The one with the PlayStation, or sorry, the spaceship that you were inside of with the DualShock controller. Oh, oh, right. That? I, I do not. That. I missed that entirely. <laughs> um, 
Okay, there were not exactly two Detective Pikachu games in Japan. There was a downloadable version with three chapters that was later removed from the eShop and replaced with the fuller worldwide release with nine chapters. Uh -huh. This precedent and the fact that they never explicitly said that the Switch was getting a new game has led a lot of people to believe it might just be another extended version that now has the conclusion to the story. End oh. corrections music, please. Okay. So we don't know what they they were unclear, and the comments made it even less clear to me what Detective Pikachu <laughs> on Switch is going to be. <laughs> but it makes sense, right? That like, hey, yeah. uh, it didn't sell great on 3DS, so like, hey, right. why don't we Perlman. use this huge Switch yeah. audience to like catch everybody up on this silly story? Um, lastly, I do have an update because Huber was confused about who published uh, Twin Mirror last week from Don't Nod. Um, and that actually changed within the last week. So uh, Bandai Namco, who is going to publish it everywhere, is now simply doing it on consoles, PS4 and Xbox One. Meanwhile, guess who snatched up those PC publishing Epics. rights? Epic. Yes. Uh, so now they have an exclusivity window on the Epic Game Store, but on PC it will be published on the Epic Funny. Game Store. Snatching them up. So uh, this is the E3 episode. What we did last year was top five headlines of E3. Uh, I want to talk about the top one headline of E3. Uh, have a pretty decent discussion about that. I really want to dig into it. I think it is the story of E3 this year. Uh, and then, panel, I'm going to give you a list of games that were announced, and you get to choose which one you want to talk about. We only have time for four. So each of you will pick one game that's like, oh, I really got to talk about that game and its announcement this E3. Um, and I should also note to anyone confused, uh, we are recording this before the Nintendo Direct. We don't know a thing about it. And this is all Damiani's fault. I know. I can't yeah. talk about Breath of the Wild 2 right now. It's not fair. It's not fair. Thank <laughs> you, Damiani. Okay, so number I mean, one headline. Not quite accurate, but okay. <laughs> it's Damiani and Bloodworth. They both said, you can't stream on Tuesday night. You, that's our You time. love me into that. Okay, and Jones. He's like, you can't. I take great pleasure time. in telling you when you can do these podcasts. I mean, it's so we could sleep. <laughs> it's not so you could sleep. It's so you could have your Tuesday nights to your own little hands. Well, that too. Biggest night of the show. After Nintendo. Those impressions going to be real good. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, the number one biggest story of E3. I think you all know where I'm going. Leaks. <laughs> so many leaks. And so, because here's oh, the thing. Oh, sure. Here's yeah. probably, like, you know, the, the biggest headline is uh, Microsoft announces it's a next-gen console, right? But we knew everything about that. We knew it all. We knew Project Scarlet. And it's so weird. I mean, maybe this is where we start in. It's so weird to me. I think there's some intentional leaks out there uh, that they embrace Project Scarlet. Like, hey, all those leaks, they were right. Yeah. It's Project Scarlet. And, you know, Teraflops. Did the yes. leaks have both T's? Yes, they did. That's weird. I had to type that. I had to type <laughs> the both T's into the thing, and that's it, Blood. I think some of these might actually be controlled leaks. I think Microsoft. I, I want to know. I want to know somebody that's worked behind the scenes. Yes. And can actually prove to me. This controlled leak, because it's like it's an easy thing to say, like, oh yeah, they just do this on purpose. Yeah. But like, my brain doesn't want to buy that. Like, it's just like it just see, it's so it feels like yeah, I get how that might work for some buzz, but it does it feels weirdly counterproductive. So I mean, here's the thing: if you've missed the podcast for a while, over the past few months, we've been talking about uh, Codename Anaconda and Code Codename mm -hmm. Lockhart. Anaconda, the big, beefy, powerful console. It's going to be stronger than the PlayStation Five. Why wouldn't they want that leaked, Blood? Why wouldn't they want that to be part of the conversation? What confuses me uh, is, to me, those leaks, like the main thing that you would want to do is not yes. like get the word out there because you're, the word is being tarnished by 
You know, it's like you're not in control of it. I don't have all the information. And I'm wondering, like, is this even real? So it's like I'm intrigued, but I also don't even care. What I imagine the greatest advantage would be is we didn't make this official, but you're already talking about that. And so we want to hear what you have to talk about. And what are they going to change about Scarlet based on feedback? Mm-hmm. What are they? Oh, wait, no, sorry, AMD. Let's get a new card in there. Like, <laughs> what can they yeah. change? You yeah. know, like, so I don't know what they would learn from a leak. That they could then, especially considering they did the, they like, what's it called? Look at this white wall. What is it called? It's like called Scarlet. And yeah, the it's like, the yeah, it's Scarlet. <laughs> like, oh, it's Scarlet. If they leaked it ahead, why would they put that in the video to cover the leak? I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's just weird to me, Jones, to like call it Project Scarlet. Like, why stick to that code name? Why even stick to that? We already know it. You know what I mean? Right. It's already out there. Yeah, that's why I think is really weird too. And to it... me, that's like a confirmation. That's an em- like so they did the same thing with Scorpio. They're just embracing the leaks. They didn't yeah. have to say, "Hey, this is the thing." All those other leaks that you have are all correct. Well, as opposed to what changing the code name? Uh, yeah. So, Jones, right now we know that Anaconda and Lockhart are real because the other things are real. Because we knew it was called Scarlet for so long, and the sure. same people are mm-hmm. saying Anaconda and Lockhart are true. Uh, by association, sure. we know those other things are true. By the way, Ian Hink in the booth. Making hey. this all happen. What's up? <laughs> Ian, What's I'm, up, Ian? I'm so sorry. I just realized, like, <laughs> I did not introduce Ian. It's been a long day. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm here. You have this, you had it coming for blasting that music into my ears. Uh, <laughs> yo, oh, my God. Wow. It, it's so sassy right now. Oh I could just gosh. mute your mic right now. <laughs> yeah, I, you've done it before. Uh, <laughs> but so, what, what's weird about that, too, is, yeah, again, you're saying that, like, they're basically confirming Project Scarlet. Yes. But they... They talked about their next console as the console. Yes. They didn't. They didn't even hint at having multiple versions right. of that console. They did not at all. They were only why talking not? about the if, big. If they're going to say that this thing is all real, why not say that the rest of it is real? Because the last thing they said was, "This thing looks like it, or this thing could eat a monster for breakfast." Yeah, that because right. you don't. That does make sense to me. What does? Because they want to keep the whole, your whole idea of Scarlet. Yes. Is like the best, the best, 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 best. Exactly, yeah. You know, because yeah, Phil kind of said that he's like, "Hey, we already got the strongest console in the market now, and like mm-hmm. it's just going to get even better, baby." And yeah. so that you'll, at the very last minute, oh, by the way, if this seems scary to you, or if you don't have this in your budget, there's another version, and then you go. I think it's just, I think it's fun to be part of the Xbox community. I think it's fun that they're always right, and it's just you feel like an insider. You feel like right. you're, you're, you already knew all this stuff. You sit back in your chair, you're like, "I know it, AMD, I know it, uh, SSD, <laughs> I know it, I know it, I know it." You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, none of that was news to us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Has Sony ever called a console by a project name? Morpheus for the PSVR yeah. is the only one I could think. Okay. of. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because Nintendo they had Revolution, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dolphin, Dolphin. They never. Oh, was that? I don't know that they ever said that. Like they were cute about in that. a press conference. Uh, yeah, Project Cafe. I don't know if they ever said it. Project Revolution. They did definitely. Yes. Yeah, because they, they even had they even, they even had a sign on Hollywood Boulevard that said the Revolution is around the corner. Blood, you've never told me that before. <laughs> I didn't know that. And so it said Nintendo, the Revolution. No, is it the just corner? it was just like it was just like plain like. Uh, like theater letters, like one of those theater signs. Mm-hmm. And it just said the revolution is around the corner. <laughs> and it was like right when we were going into that press conference at wow. what was like Whoa, the dude. Dolby Theater at the time. And that's the one where we don't know it's called the Wii. You just know it's two DVD cases. Um, uh, and that uh, uh, it will have a virtual console. 
Right. Yeah. That we didn't even know about the controllers at that point. I don't think it was just virtual console was kind of the main thing. Yeah. Um, Ian uh, said that uh, next generation portable was I the Vita. I knew now. that there was something yeah. with and the Vita. And we were almost like, we, they're probably going to call it the NGP at this point. We actually had got had gotten used to actually calling it mm-hmm. that. Uh, Ian has a great memory memory for these types of things. Um, so when I'm reading chat, no. <laughs> I, I remember not being able to let go of the covered. PS4K. I, I remember I was holding on a PS4K. I was yes. like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, that, that Xbox name is gonna. I, I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait for the real Xbox name. Oh, Xbox Omega. <laughs> Do we think they will repeat? Will there be a version of what the Xbox Omega that just says Project Scarlet on it? Mm-hmm. Like they had for, mm-hmm. for uh, Dude, Scorpio. these guys are addicted Marketing. to consoles and controllers. Marketing. Yes. Every yeah. inside Xbox, they're hawking another one. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> new colors or new this or new that. Yeah. yeah, I I totally imagine there will be hardware with the word Project Scarlet on it. Day I think one that's part edition. of the whole thing. I think it's part of like the fun part of the Xbox community yeah. and like being in on the rumors. But on the other side... That hardware next gen announcement to me meant nothing. I don't feel like I've gained a thing sure. from before E3 yeah. to after E3 to today. Uh, we got a, a launch window. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. The Which same we one have? we already knew. Oh, okay. 2020. You know what I mean? Like it's just, sure. it's exactly. Okay. It's like okay, we knew that. We, yeah, we got it. You know what I mean? And like they didn't even like show it. They didn't really demonstrate no what it would look like. Man, yeah. Well. I think the implication, because they said Halo was, they're saying it was an engine. Yeah. So I think the implication that was running on that hardware. hardware. And then I I would call that one of the least impressive next-gen tech demos of all time. Sure. Right? Didn't that look like something we could absolutely do right now? No, but I think there's a certain amount to when you're just looking at, like, Metal and Master Chief and like it, just That's the em- what I mean. right. the environment doesn't really they play. Should have been like strengths. on the Halo ring, showing yeah, show the water, show particle yeah. effects. If yeah. it's a, if it's a next gen demo, right? Like yeah. I just don't feel like that's the best way to reveal next gen. To uh, their credit, the reveal of next gen for the PlayStation Four was knack. <laughs> right. That was the first time we ever got to see like, oh, next gen is here, knack. So uh, right, and we're seeing <laughs> Spider Man for the PlayStation. True. Yeah, we're seeing knack, dude. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, there are good ways to do it and bad ways to do it, but yeah, exactly. Blood. Like I just, I don't feel excited about Scarlet yet, and I'm wondering if the panels are with me on that. Sure, it's a little far off for me to get sure. like really excited, and Fair I enough. guess yeah. the details right now are still like kind of knew that. I guess mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think we're in this position where it's we don't know anything other than some vague power specs and the loading time thing that both companies are talking about. And uh, the emphasis on the cloud, uh, which is just kind of a companion thing. It's not even really like the, you know, it has nothing to do with the console itself. Yep. So, yeah, the stuff to get excited about really, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it's there yet. Like when they can show us, you know, the advantage. Mm-hmm. of load times being gone that's not just we don't have a loading screen to sit through mm-hmm. then you know i think that you know that could be impressive yes yeah uh jones was there any point of announcing it right now launches with halo yeah that was a cool announcement uh, was that a cool announcement i told you that three weeks ago launch <laughs> Uh, I just mm. launch lineups are rarely like thrilling. You know, it's yeah. the tech is fun. Yes, but uh, I just I, I think that was an interesting commitment to make so early because that would be very dangerous to back out of. Oops, sorry. Uh, right. You know, got to delay infinite, but it's coming soon. You'll get a voucher. You know, like yeah. Um, 
It'd be like the Xbox One X launching with no new games. And it just felt... <laughs> it just felt like... Yep. Um, what is that? I mean, that's like, yeah, a new console in right, quotes. Right, right. I mean, like, the yeah. new console, same gen. This is but, a huge deal. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that just seemed really in line with just Xbox, like, wanting to make their community ha- happy, wanting their community to yeah. get excited about, you know, these products in a way that feels new, but also, like, just old. They want to give you a- As old as Xbox to. can be. Yeah. You know. On the horizon. I felt nothing new is a thing. Sure. Right. Yeah, they presented it exact the same way they just presented being Project Scorpio. Yeah, that's what really killed me. It's like you yeah. just copy and pasted your old presentation. Yeah. I'm curious if these uh, presentations we see later this week are going to be any more interesting. Tell us a little bit about that, Bloodworth. You got some appointments? <laughs> I've got an appointment. I don't know anything more. What's than... it called? What's your appointment called? It's the future of Xbox. <laughs> You're like, that's cool, dude. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. Um, but is this your expectations, Kyle, or is this what you think Xbox was promising at their press conference? Or our expectations. They promised a sneak peek. They gave us a lot more than a sneak peek, right? The the, the maximum they they uh, uh, the minimum they could have done is like wink and say, look, over to next year we might have a next gen console. You know what I mean? Like it could have been much much less. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you want to make a splash, if you want to impress people, if you want to leave an impression, uh, you have to do way more than They're that. They're just giving us crumbs right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're way crumbs. I also got the vibe too when it, when the press conference started, uh, and this is just not the console like our hype level. Literally, just the conference excel- itself. Yeah. When Phil said in the beginning and near the end, we'll give you a look. That seemed like he was kind of playing it down. I was like, yes. oh, okay, that's probably just going to be a video and a mention, and then that's it. And I think it was Blood who pointed out like it said Project X Cloud still. It's like, oh, okay, so X Cloud's still a project <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Blood, I imagine that's actually what you're about to see for future of Xbox. I bet your appointment. I mean, is it X-Cloud. could be. Either or both or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I actually played a little bit of Project X Cloud today. Oh, you want to tell us Whoa. a little bit about the future of Xbox? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they had uh, at at the showcase they had basically what you saw on the stage where they had like the the phone like jacked into an Xbox controller. Okay. Yes. Um, like and, it's like a clip on top of the controller. Yeah. 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 And so. Uh, they, ha- I think they had like four demos. Uh, the one that opened up first because it was like swarmed by like cameramen and stuff uh, was was Hellblade, and I'm like, this is like the worst thing. Like, if it, and it was like the worst part of the game where there's like no combat or anything. It was like one of those crazy puzzle sections, and was like, okay. oh, like this yeah. is not helping me. I'd like, I don't know. I can't like swing at anything right now. I can't judge the latency by this. But then I saw the guy next to me was playing uh, like Halo Master Chief Collection or something, so I grabbed that and I started playing that for a bit. And from the way it, I I could tell that like it felt just as responsive oh. as you would expect. I didn't yeah. feel any kind of lag or or anything. Of course, it's a controlled environment. Kind I, of. Y- yeah. It's not easy to set up a little wireless router in the middle of the E3 show floor. Oh, I sure, guess but is your server yeah. like right behind that router? Most you know, likely, like yes. are yeah, you yeah. just yeah. you know putting an Xbox into the 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 network and <laughs> so the traveling the info is traveling three feet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's possible. You're right. <laughs> uh, it is a closed environment, but yeah, uh, I don't think even I think they didn't even commit hard to making XCloud exciting. It's, it, they kind of said like, "Hey, we're it's going to be an alpha in this year, so like look forward to the future of yeah. Xbox." Uh, in general, though, I, I still want to talk about leaks. I think this is an E3 of leaks. I think that maybe it's an E3 of leaks because there wasn't that much to be new in the first place. Uh, you know what I mean? There were even if the leaks weren't leaked, I think that we had a kind of unexciting E3, and so to have the little that were removed, it's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's the E3, like, we all knew it was going to be, right? Uh, of course, prior to Nintendo. Um, thanks, Damiani. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I kind of want to talk about that. I want to talk about... Uh, 
I mean, Roller Champions, uh, Elden Rings. Mm. Yeah. Uh, ring, right? One ring. Just one ring. It's ring. just the one ring. To rule um, them all. Yeah, yeah I want to talk about, like, uh, you know, th- how we would be talking about those things today if those weren't leaked ahead of time. If oh, I think the thing with Elden Ring that's strange is the George R. R. Martin just randomly starting to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it was, like, just primed for yeah. leaking the rest because, you know, that's what started people it. are going to start looking. Yep. People are going to look everywhere until they find it. Yeah, I was thinking about that, Blood. I, w- I was thinking because, like, I think that some news sites are just stuck in a position where they have to be first because they know someone else will do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, they knew, okay, we actually know what this is. George R. R. Martin hinted at it, but we know exactly what that is we're publishing. Print it. Yeah. And I just, I wonder if that's... No, I thought that stuff came out from, like, somebody, like, data mining, like, stuff being uploaded to a Bandai Namco website. Uh, that was the more recent, like, like the logo and title. Yeah, that was... Okay. That was just from yeah. hacking the site. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I shouldn't use the word hacking, but, you know, investigating the site. Uh, 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 prior to that, we had known, like, major details about the game uh, from a whole different source that was waiting until some other confirmation happened. And then when George R. R. Martin said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I was in Japan working on video game, they're like, okay, here's everything. Because I think their hand was forced. I kind of think they're just, I think, I don't know. It's it's a, such a weird thing where I think that, like, leaks are so inevitable. You can't fight. I don't know how to fight a thing like that. And so I wonder if this is a, a something you have to find a new creative way to counteract or not. Or if it's not a big deal. If these were all isolated incidents, Bandai Namco leaked a different way than, you know, Roller Champions leaked in a different way than, you know, the Xbox leaked in a different way. Right. Well, it seems like every year we're finding news, you know, laptops open on subways, yes, you know, uh, yeah. USB left in strip clubs. Like, there's, you know, all, all sorts of fun <laughs> ways that we can find out about things. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Yes. God, fake <laughs> leaks, man. Fake leaks? You give them fake leaks. And then people stop trusting those sources. Yeah, mm-hmm. fake leaks are a, a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, Go ahead, Ian. I, well, I was just going to say, like, leaking isn't about news or it's just self-aggrandizement. Like, it makes the leaker feel cool. And, like, they get the clicks. And that's all That's all that it's about. Yeah. Like, they just want the traffic so that their site can get ad revenue. And that's all it is. And it's just kind of a bummer that people want to be cool instead of letting people you know, reveal stuff in a way that's cool for everybody. It's a real drag. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to touch on, Ian, is I think that, like, leaking something is a rush. I I bet it feels very good to some people. Mm. Devolver had a really great uh, tweet the night before their press conference. They were like, I just want to leak something to feel the rush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, like, that's, that's great. I hate leaks, but that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of think that's, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it's to feel good. It's just to feel like, ooh. You know what I mean? It's just like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like what it, what the leaker does after they just click, <sighs> you know, just like they just get so innerly aroused. Right, totally. Uh, just that's a, that is what I imagine. That's like the only way I can like justify these things. I imagine more like Job of the Hut, just oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and all the salacious is on his shoulder. Yeah, I bet some people feel like. If they have the info, they should be the one to tell, like, 
it's our responsibility, like if some journalists had the info, to put the information out there. I think some people feel that way too, right? Yeah. It's not only yeah. just people on Twitter who just found a thing. Sometimes it is legitimate news sites. Who are sure. Just, yeah. I just wonder some where people that... people think it's news. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe that is one way to combat it. It sucks because you're planning the show and like you don't want to take it out of a press conference. Like You mm-hmm. want to come back to it. But like I wonder if one way to com- combat it... It would seem like playing along with you know with the trolls of people leaking this stuff is like once that initial info comes out, just do it, just announce it, <laughs> yes. you know. And like yeah. you kind of see that sometimes, like you mm-hmm. see stuff get yeah. rushed ahead, mm-hmm. you know. Like maybe they have twenty four hours to react and get everybody prepared. Didn't Crazy you, for the marketing. Ubisoft teams. did yeah. on yes. Watch Dogs, right? Original Watch Dogs? No, the Legion this week didn't they? They like. Confirm oh, the name. They confirmed the title, but a logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't did. know that, Blood. That's the official Watch Watchdogs Twitter account tweeted out Watchdogs Legion. That's cool. And yeah, stay tuned later. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But like, okay, we got to roll with it. Let's yeah. go. Let's I go. think if it's yeah. Ubisoft, like they've got it all. They've got the whole backup plan at this point. They've been there. Yeah. In, in their in their marketing plans. No one plans. knows more than Ubisoft. Yeah. It's so, like you rushed their hand, but you don't own it. Mm-hmm. Like after that day, when we're still talking about that, we're not talking about you. We're not saying, oh, but that first site. Like we'll kind of forget at that point because whoa. Right, you know, look and at that, it's like, that Elden Ring trailer, so cool. Yeah, and, and it's well, I think particularly like something of like Watch Dogs, like yeah, they put out. Okay, yeah, it's, it's almost like owning it at that point. It, it, they put out the, they confirmed everything that was leaked, mm-hmm. and then they're like, okay, stay tuned for more because what didn't get leaked was that huge swath of gameplay. Yes, you know, Helen. Yeah. Yes, and Helen. Helen. <laughs> yes. Helen was huge. Yes. Uh, Whereas I think for, I, I, I mean, and that's where the strength of doing an actual demo comes in. Because if all you've got is an Elden Ring mm-hmm. CG trailer where you see a couple of creepy hands, then that's it. Like, they've stolen your whole show because you didn't have anything else to back it up. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you say a solution is have n- never just count on the announcement of your game being exciting. Right. Don't just have the Metroid Prime 4 logo. Yes. Right. Blood, I agree with you. I think that's a great policy for marketing. Which is and why the stuff that really, like, because when these mistakes happen, it's just like, oh, man, there's so many cooks in the kitchen. It's yes. just, yeah, like you're saying it's inevitable, like somebody's going to goof. It's when the videos come out. It's like, all right, that is a major screw up. Mm-hmm. That Harry Potter thing, like, somebody fouled so unbelievably hard that you demoed this for people. Like, hey, come in this random room at this mall yeah. and check out this Harry Potter game. And I'm just going to leave the laptop here and just <laughs> let people check that out. Sure. Because now everyone like, you know, E3 is over. Like all the press conferences are done. I doubt it's going to show up at, at Nintendo. And everyone's like, WB, where was that Harry Potter game? It's oh, not they their are. fault. Yes. Like they, they yeah. might not have had right. plans at all to announce it until 2020. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're screwing up somehow. Yes. And that bleeding edge gameplay is like, oh, that was so rough. Yeah. Because you can feel it on this desk all watching it like, yeah, this is the video I saw. And slightly better quality. <laughs> like, like, it was low quality when it leaked. Oh, it, it had a big bummer. word over yes. it. And, uh, yeah. And it was this exact same trailer just without the word on it. Yeah, bummer. I think, actually, at the end of the day, I think Bleeding Edge got hit the most. Hmm. You think so? Like, oh, man. Like, Wor- worse than Elden Ring? Uh, yeah, because are you less excited about Elden Ring, Hell Brad? Hell no. Are Fair you point. kidding me? Fair point. And it we're ruined not- that moment, though. Like, fr- kind of like to what Blood was saying, From Software basically does, like, Metroid Prime folk four logo kind of plus because like Sekiro was just like that weird mysterious arm and it's just like be 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 curious and Bloodborne was like that really short teaser trailer that got leaked Project Beast you know and then this was not much and the only information contained within it was already leaked so it's like all the excitement like seeing seeing 
Miyazaki and Martin names next to each other. You know, that's when you like pass out. And, that's and the, the way moment. it's edited too, because the trailer right. starts with a pounding of, of right. uh, just like a ping, ping. Somebody's crafting of some weapon or something, and then the names appear on the pings. And we were robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that moment had no air. Like, because bleeding edge, also they people got to hit their line of coke or whatever, their leak of coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, no one's upset that Miyazaki and and Germer are joining forces. That's really exciting. Right. And like, yeah. no one's upset of the style. No one's upset by that music. But like, when Bleeding Edge, you know, first got announced, people were like, Ninja Theory, what? You're making a multiplayer game? What's going on? Oh yeah. And then sucks. that's it. That's Bleeding Edge. Mm-hmm. Is let's be mad at them because they're making a multiplayer game and not a single player thing. Mm-hmm. And look at these characters. Ah. And then like later they showed again. People were like, I've already made up my mind about this game. I don't care. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that sucks so bad because it's like you want to see this fun. You want to see Ninja Theory. Okay, wait. I'm these characters. Well, there's a lot to process right now mm. then oh it's multiplayer okay and it's like nope you, you know cats out of the bag nope. you've already uh lock in your opinions so nah. i have a controversial solution here oh. too uh don't wait for e3 cancel e3 <laughs> you know what i mean when you have a thing when like don't wait for e3 like you're just sitting on the secret that's like more likely to, to get exposed more the more yeah. days that go by do that's the true. square enix avengers tweet tune in yeah. We're going to show Avengers at that conference. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's what... Because I, I don't think you want to, like, preempt your trailer unless it somehow gets out there. And then, yeah, if you're the, I saw the video and Cap dies in the video. And you're like, oh, shut up. He's probably lying. And then, yeah. oh, look, he has all the truth. You know, it's like that's the other, everyone else's opinions kind of get lost in that initial exciting announcement. So, like, let's think of Roller Champions, uh, a game I don't think would have been ex- exciting no matter what, uh, whether it le- leaked or not, but like right. just in- as an example. Not with that trailer, yeah. Yeah, I think they should have put out a trailer that day when like Roller Champions leaked. I agree. I, and so that they could show gameplay here at E3. Yeah, it should have like, been a multiplayer Hey, you all match. know what Roller Champions is. We revealed it a couple of months ago. Well, a, couple, a month ago. Here's gameplay of yeah. Roller Champions. Yeah. Well, I had a way better impression. Yeah. The problem, the problem is when you get into things about like trying to combat leaks yeah uh, you get into situations like not going to say any specifics but you get into situations where it's stuff like game of thrones or marvel or whatever like these long-running things where they're watching people's like fan theories and then changing the show or whatever to combat it not saying i don't know if that's what they did but like that kind of stuff so then it's <laughs> I think like lost did that yeah probably but like if a if the trailer got leaked right and then they were like okay let's throw together a multiplayer thing for the show so that it's something new like but it got leaked four days ahead of time you know they would it wouldn't like it couldn't maybe be very good yeah and know? i mean like the cg trailer probably wasn't ready back then the trailer right. they showed the gameplay right. trailer probably wasn't even ready back then so it's rude of me to say just lay it let's yeah, let it go course, yeah. right but i mean like just, like ian i'm just feeling like those leaks are inevitable they're going to get worse and worse as we become like more informational uh i wonder because, like, what they did do for stuff like Game of Thrones and Endgame or whatever is they made a bunch of fake stuff, like, f- fake endings that they... And, like, they didn't tell Tom Holland anything because they knew he couldn't keep his mouth shut, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, uh, an actor from Game of Thrones thought the real ending was one of the fake endings, you know? Like, stuff like that, but it's, like... I don't know, like... Uh, but, I mean, how do you do that with just, like, this thing exists, but... So, yeah. uh, maybe with Cyberpunk... Just to be safe, I would put feelers out there of like uh, uh, like other actors that are just as unlikely as Keanu Reeves. Totally, yeah. sure. Yeah. And so I would just like put a bunch of those out there, so like Keanu Reeves would die amongst all the other ridiculous names that are like oh, this guy's sure. definitely in. So that actually leaked. I guess it did. I guess okay. somebody had said yes. Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk 2077. 
and like nobody believed that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah. glad absurdity helps. Right. I have a leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because like it does just moment. feel like it, that one. It feels like just some weird like yeah, fanfic. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. no, no. Excellent joke. Let's move on. No, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Something else, Kyle. Like, huh. uh, no one seemed to like change their what I think they were going to say initially. Like that trailer is still definitely like. You know, Miyazaki joins with, oh, yeah. who's it going to be? Yeah. George R. R. Martin. You're like, oh, okay. And like when they came out for Bleeding Edge, like there wasn't any indication that like, you might know all this already. And mm. I remember, was it Street Fighter V that got leaked right before PSX? Yes. And I remember actually, totally forgetting his name, uh, the guy who came out of PSX to oh. talk about Street Fighter. The Street Yoshimura Fighter. Right. Ono? Yes. Like okay. I remember he came out and like seemed pissed. Yeah. You know, he was like, you might already know this, but hey, let's show the trailer. And like, yeah, it was the same trailer. Yeah. I want you know, like it seems it's a bummer to be to have that attitude, but like I don't know. I, every now and then, I'd like to see a publisher come out and be like, roll trailer, walk off, and you're like, ooh, ooh. Oh, that's not a way to present your game. I though, know, Jones. but it, like, I I don't know, or at least say something to be like yeah. uh, the elephant in the room. Like you know, it's like I'm a f leakers or something like that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like they geez. came out and talked about Bleeding Edge. Like we had no idea what they were about to show. Right. And I, I definitely it's interesting think that, that, no, that nobody changed their messaging. Yeah. I I've definitely I can't think of specific right now, but I definitely think there have been times in recent E3s where that has happened and people have acknowledged that. Um, I remember someone joking about it. I don't remember yeah. who it was, but they were like, they said basically what you said. They were like, well, it may not come as a big surprise. You know, they like mm-hmm. made the joke. That I think is a better way to hold it, handle it than being like sad or yeah being bitter it. or annoyed or angry is not it's never yeah. gonna play well well just just address it because then that's weird to me the person who leaked it that's at home it's like yeah suck it and it's like what why are you mad like why are you yeah. a fan but trying to destroy the marketing and it's just this weird oh yeah maybe mario know. rabbids uh they addressed it sure but then they went off too and bethesda yeah. with canada walmart and now uh, yeah 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 they were embracing that as well yeah it's i mean it's it's I just think it's going to happen more and more. I, yeah, I, it will. Yeah. Uh, next year, there will be more. Like, especially yeah. the oh next-gen yes. stuff. Like, it's yeah. funny because uh, I feel like, and maybe this is partly due to you know not having uh, the Sony conference this year, but I feel like a, a lot of the past E3s, we've been at this point right before E3 where it was like, Man, like everything's been announced, everything's been leaked, mm-hmm. and it's not really true. That's when yes. we, once we get through all the press conferences, it's like, no, dude, all this stuff that we didn't know was coming it was there. Yeah. And this year, it's kind of like, well, no, most of it actually did kind of get leaked. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the nature of this year. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Roller Champions wasn't going to be a, a doorbuster sure. either way. And yeah, Elden Ring was, Ring was always just going to be that one simple trailer. So I don't know if we would have been hot on it afterward but, but yeah I, I would be interested to see if anyone has ever done or maybe we could do some kind of qualitative study or what have you but look at the data i would be interested because i posit that it's the same companies each year have more leaks than like ubisoft uh and from software like leak everything always like it seems right. like everything leaks you're for, from heck yeah. From is like everything. <laughs> Bandai Namco, yeah, like everything gets leaked from like certain companies. It's just like they can't. And I was talking with I can't remember who it was one of the other allies, but we were talking about like com- certain companies that have to use outside vendors and like foreign vendors mm-hmm. and have to interface with other companies. Whereas Nintendo never leaks that much, or comparatively doesn't leak as much, and that's because they do so much stuff like in-house you know right yeah. and also like things like you don't see a lot of naughty dog leaks to my 
current remembrance, you know? Yeah, I Rockstar's mean, bulletproof. Rockstar, like... You know? Oh, The Last of Us came out of nowhere. That and was so And it's just fun. like... I, there's got to be something like the more people you let in like I wonder if we could see which companies are doing it figure out what it is they all have in common and then combat that from that angle yeah like uh, exactly Rockstar where the- had a lot of uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 leaks the map yeah we had the whole map oh that's that. right yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, sorry blood uh, no but, but I mean that's such, that's actually kind of what's c- kind of weird to me in a way is like I, you know, it's like what aspect, and and maybe we don't, we just don't know like where the leak is actually coming from within the company, because Ubisoft, like their PR team is internal. Mm-hmm. Like everything I work with them, I work with people at Ubisoft. Yeah. You know, very rarely do I ever work with some outside company. Nintendo, they've got an outside company that does most of their press-facing PR. Like they've got, yeah. they've got internal PR as well. They but got it locked down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's kind of as Jones said. It's just like it's always a different way, right? We've never seen marketing slides like we did for Rabbids. That was just w- crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was unique. Like exposure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever Exposed. see that again. Yeah. Which was crazy because I wonder Another if that way. helped them. <laughs> kind of did, maybe. Go ahead, Jones. Another way I think we can combat this, too, and this is just what, like, you know, I, I find really frustrating is that, like, I feel like the majority of the news media is, like, loot boxes are gambling. This is a horrible thing that's happening to people. We need to get rid of this. Crunch is a bad thing. This is affecting developers, and we need to combat this. Yeah. Some of these companies, like a, a Riot, do not have a quality. We need to combat this. But leaks are like, what are you going to do? You know? What are you going to do? It just, just happens. I don't know how to combat you know? it, though, Jones. It's just, uh, we're just, we just got to leak it now. What are you gonna do? It's like nothing. Okay, I guess nothing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess so not like, even have a conversation about it being kind of frustrating and so like, you know, it's like the, mar- the marketing division. Screw those guys. It's like what? So like, think about this <laughs> podcast right here, right? Like, I talked about all those leaks. You know what I mean? Like, I covered them. I chose like uh, we are going to talk about the, these things. Like, I made that conscious decision. Um, part of me feels like it's like dumb to be like, what do you think Ubisoft's going to have when everybody sure. knows? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of my frame of mind on it, Jones. It's like, I feel like I have to cover these things. Yeah. There is a difference, though, between uh, I, I read this report, it's at ABC, and that's interesting. What do we think about that? We'll, we'll wait for more information. Yeah. There's another thing between, oh, e- ABC came out? Well, I know D-E-F-G-H-I. You know, stop! You know, it's gotcha, like, gotcha. Well, I know all this other stuff that they didn't talk about because, I don't know, Mm-hmm. I want you to click on my story instead of somebody right, else's. Right, because like, basically they've already they've already known, they've already had their sources, and now like basically now that it's coming from somewhere else, then their source is off the hook. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the funny thing when people see leaks and they're like, "Wow, something must have happened," and it's like someone just didn't care. That's all that happened. Like every time there's a leak, someone got that information, and it happened to hit the person that didn't care. Yeah. But that's not the only person who has that information. Like there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, consultants, you know, like trailer houses, like different companies that are brought in at some point to see the stuff, mm-hmm. and they actually like respect their you know colleagues yeah. <laughs> and like don't leak it. And so it's not yeah, it's not like a crack that it slipped through. It's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I expect like over the next twelve months for them to be very very serious about secrecy, especially with the, the next console launches and everything with that. But yeah, they'll always find new ways, I think. Sure. Yep. You all hear that? No. Oh, it sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of June. Uniqlo. 
Uniqlo is a Japanese fashion brand aiming to change the world through the power of clothing. With a focus on high quality and innovative textiles, Uniqlo is redefining everyday clothing by increasing the functionality of your wardrobe at an affordable price. They call it Lifewear Made for All. Visit uniqlo.com slash EZA to check out their collections, including new and upcoming graphic t-shirt collaborations with Nintendo, Star Wars, Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, and many more. That's uniqlo.com slash EZA. Fangamer, makers of officially licensed merchandise for games like Dark Souls, Hollow Knight, Stardew Valley, Undertale, Katamari Damacy, and Persona 5. Not to mention Easy Allies t-shirts. Their newest products include the Hollow Knight Collector's Edition for Switch, PS4 and PC, a Prince and Katamari Magnetic Plush, and a Sans hoodie from Undertale. Check out their store at Fangamer.com. Lynn Aslin, a software engineer searching for opportunities to learn and grow. He has over a year of industry experience programming in C++, C Sharp, and Python. As a graduate of the University of Connecticut's Master Program for Computer Science and Engineering, Lynn has explored the fields of cloud computing, computational geometry, and more. If you're looking for an ally to join your team, visit his website, Lynn Aslin, for his resume, sample works, and contact details. Again, that's L-Y-N-N-A-S-S-E-L-I-N.com. You can also find him streaming near Automata at twitch.tv slash shoutout to Yoko Taro. Shout out. Car Keys Express. If you need a replacement car key or a remote, check out carkeysexpress.com slash store. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. They are proud sponsors of Easy Allies. Our gifted sponsor this month is the Able Gamers Foundation, a nonprofit charity that aims to improve the overall quality of life for those with disabilities through the power of video games. Creating opportunities that enable play in order to combat social isolation, foster inclusive communities, and improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. The link to donate is in the description. L. Fanis. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. In this time of celebration, there's no need to push our professional legal services, top-notch business counsel, or unexpectedly popular YouTube channel. No. <laughs> that would be crass. Instead, at the end of this long day, we'd simply like to offer our congratulations to Brandon, Kyle, Bloodworth, Huber, Damiani, Don, Ian, Brad, and Ben. What tremendous strides you've made in so short a time. We can't wait to see what comes next. Have a great E3, gentlemen. And our E3 sponsor, Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. And our mega sponsor, Heroic Replicas. The fine folks at Heroic Replicas design and fabricate true-to-form, high-quality replicas and props. From legendary gear to keepsakes or all-metal creations, Heroic Replicas can make something special for you. Are you looking for the perfect custom gift? Heroic Replicas specializes in attention to detail and realistic materials. They're accepting commissions for late 2019 and early 2020. You can view their portfolio or drop them a line by visiting their website at HeroicReplicas.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. Uh, okay, it is time. It is time for each of you to pick a game that you would like to talk about. Ian, you are included in this, so I'm going to run down a list nice. of games that were announced, and I also I put Final Fantasy VII Remake on it because I just did. Uh, okay, here we go. Flight Simulator was announced. Cool. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ooh. Bleeding Edge. Wait, sorry. We're, you're listing them all and we're picking one? Pick, yeah. one? pick one of this list. Oh, okay. But we get to hear the whole list. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Deathloop. 
Minecraft Dungeons, Gods and Monsters, Blair Witch, Watch Dogs Legion. I'm going to count it as announced, blood. Didn't know that that was tweeted ahead of time. Marvel's Avengers, also counting. Final Fantasy VII Remake. What would you like to talk about, panel? You don't have Elden Ring on there? Do you want to talk about Elden Ring? Yeah, kind of. Okay, let's do it, dude. All right. Because those things were announced like toward E3. Yes. You know, like that was definitely an E3. All right, Brad, let's talk about Elden Ring. Dude, open world, true open world from software game with George R. R. Martin like creating the mythos for it. But here's the thing, Brad, I know very little. I I know we we get to slap an arm onto our shoulder. Horse. I don't know if that's you. You don't think that, I, don't I don't know if that's you. That's usually uh, like enemies in the game. Okay. Usually, that could be a boss to or me, a character. That's like a hint at a gameplay. Like mechanic, it could maybe, be, but yes, uh, we get some sense of style, yeah. some sense of weight from the from the E3 trailer, uh, some sense of character design. It's just so good. Yeah. I didn't see I didn't see a single like thing that's like ew bad. Correct. It's all like. I mean, it's, like, it's all kind of ew, but but it, in a good way. Yeah. Like, so there's it's intentional. Weird, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> It, it's great. It looks artistically interesting, yeah. which is the best thing you could say for it, right? Like, it's I mean, just... one of the best developers in the business right now, collaborating with one of the, like the most famous writers. Yeah, here's a here's a question actually that I need to ask this panel as someone who is very unfamiliar with the works of George R. R. Martin. What makes him special? Lengthy uh, descriptions of trees and breasts. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm listening. You want you want 4K nipple descriptions? Heck yeah. You, you want to go to George R. R. Martin. Uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, the Song of Ice and Fire book series, uh-huh. is the most I've ever felt reading fantasy where I'm like, I am there. Like, I'm, I'm in this room right now. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm kind of following along. It's like, I know what song they're singing. I know what bread they're eating. I know, like, all of the characters that are in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a, a depth that is just astounding. It's why the latest book has taken him, like, a century. Because yeah. it's just, these are extremely dense narratives um, that you, you get a lot. I mean, like, even more so than I knew at the time. Like, people have pointed out, like, oh, that little side reference, that was a huge thing. And, like, wow, like... I I yeah, I loved to listen to those audiobooks. I thought I had it all figured out, mm-hmm. even after like listening to Miguel Lopez and Jeremy Hoffman, these guys talk about it before I had read it. Um, and then, you know, still discovering new stuff, new secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, Jones, I think that the underlying story there has to be something because he is his that series has become a very successful television series as well, without all those descriptions, without making you feel like you're in that room. But you still feel the when they talk about other houses and uh-huh. stuff. When you see something kind of mentioned in the past, like you know, like there are some characters they throw out at the end of you know season eight that you saw. You're like, oh yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of that. Like characters don't vanish from his world. Like they might step aside from the narrative, but they're still in this world. They are still you know set up. This this is this is a world that had families that came before those families and before those families and before those families. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's not particularly Tolkien because I think Tolkien really, you know, likes to, uh, I think the huge difference is races. Like in, in Song of Ice and Fire, it's all humans. And so it's interesting to see him really getting into the, the supernatural stuff, even though it was like very prevalent in the later seasons of Game of Thrones. It's like very subdued in those books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in that world don't believe this stuff. Wow. And so it's interesting to see him going full souls, you yeah. know, with just big monsters and, and, and magic. And, like. Their last game was Sekiro, which is very like you are this specific character. Yes, Sekiro. all about combat, all that stuff. And this one's like you're back to creating your own character. It's much more like build variety. He's really stressing. I read an interview like stressing the RPG side of this game. Nice. I didn't know he's doing interviews about this project. I saw him on like Xbox Th- or that's something. That's great. That's yeah. really good. And so it's, to me, that's exciting. Yeah, that's and it seems like a fun exciting. marriage because 
you know, when I think of uh, one thing that's really great about the Song of Ice and Fire books, if you're done with the, you know, the Game of Thrones series and you're like, that kind of sucks, especially like, like near the end. Uh, what's really fun about reading those books is all of the chapters come from a different perspective. And so what he loves to do a lot is you'll switch to another character. That character will meet a character you know, but they don't. And so they won't regard them as anything. And as a reader, you're like, yeah. You know, like, I, I, I caught on what happened there. Gotcha. And, like, that's the communication I get from all of you guys when you talk about the Souls games that I haven't played. Mm-hmm. Is like, you'll see a note that seems like nothing. And, like, yes. oh, no, that's a big mm-hmm. deal, actually. Yeah. That revealed a thing. And so these two minds coming together seems like mm-hmm. a, a pretty good fit for that type of storytelling. Yeah. When when we did talk about the leak, we said there's no reason to be scared. There still is no reason to be scared. That is going Correct. to be an excellent video game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Daniel Bloodworth, what's your pick, man? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna pick one. I'm going to almost cheat a little bit. He's doing double duty right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Bleeding Edge I played earlier today. Your pick is Bleeding Edge? Wow. Oh, yeah. You can talk about any game. You're picking Bleeding Edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Says Bloodworth. Bloodworth. Must great. Great. <laughs> okay. So tell me... Uh, you watched the trailer before playing the game, right? Sure. Tell me your gut reaction to the trailer before we talk about this demo. Um, I guess my gut reaction is that these characters look kind of weird and kind of, and, and yeah, I just want to know more. But I mean, sure. that's the thing. Like, I feel like their character designs have always been like a bit on like exaggerating oh, defects yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like just p- people kind of get bloated or mm-hmm. enslaved you know, that guy had strange proportions for sure yeah, yeah like humps and and you know and and lesions and like all kinds yeah, of crazy things yeah sure gross stuff yeah oh yeah don't look the yeah. demons do yeah um okay so you walk in with those impressions of just weird characters mm-hmm. you you booked for the demo you have to play this and then how does it feel um it feels good it it feels like a game uh, where teamwork is incredibly stressed. Like the the whole thing is about teamwork, uh, and these these uh, different classes working together. So is it strictly four v four brawler? Is that yeah? The I, well, at least what we've seen sure. at the show is mm-hmm. a four v four control points okay. matches, and so um, there's kind of like your 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 quick attackers. Uh, and then you've got your support classes, like your healers, and then you've got your your heavies. Uh, and I saw, I think, somewhere in around the range of, like, uh, ten characters or so. At least in that trailer, oh, yeah. yeah. Heck, yeah. there's a lot of characters. Yeah, so there's this there's this witch with, like, a balloon over her head. And a little witch hat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's this big guy with cyborg arms. There's this girl that looks like, uh, what's her name in Heavenly Sword? Uh, there's a samurai who can kind of go into like a cloaking mode. Yeah, what is it? I forgot her name. Wow, yeah. you're pulling yeah, from it's Nariko or something right like that. Ooh, something I think it is Nariko, dude. Yeah. I think you nailed it on your first try. Um, Chat will let us know. Yeah. There's like a guy. He he doesn't really look like a scarecrow, but his hat kind of made me feel like he was a scarecrow. But he's got like twin machetes. <laughs> um, the we one of the weirdest ones. Mm-hmm. It's like there. It looks like a guy with a snake wrapped around him but then when you look at the face it's almost like the snake is the character and he's controlling this corpse i don't really get what this character is all about that sounds highly interesting it's crazy looking yes um and it's it's a kind of game where i feel like the the concept artists like turned in their drawings and it's like more yeah like really like more the guy the first guy in the like the tutorial because they have you go through like kind of a movement tutorial and stuff he's just like He's like a rock star, but his like his axe is an axe. So he's like a guitar that like he's wax people with. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Everyone's got oh, and then the one the one that I actually played with, um, 
it's like it's like a big biker woman. Yes. And so she's riding around on a big wheel. Her whole bottom half is a wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so every one of them has like a fast movement speed. Cool. So most of them have hoverboards. Mm -hmm. But she she actually like goes down and like puts a second wheel down and like rides around like a motorcycle. Yeah. Belly belly down. Uh, Bloodworth, I have to know, you have this entire character select screen, why you chose the motorcycle woman. I think the thing that really appealed to me the most and what actually worked out for me the most, just playstyle-wise, uh-huh. is she's got, like, the scorpion harpoon. So if somebody's, like, l- getting low on health and they're just, all right, I'm going to get out of this fight, is like, nah, <laughs> grab them, pull them back in, finish them off. Great. Uh, felt really good. Roadhog? Yeah. Yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. Punch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. and so abilities like that are on a cooldown. Um, your main attacks, just the X button, you just kind of mash X, um, and then you can like do a jump attack. Um, and mo- so it's like I'd say the majority of characters are melee focused, but then they do oh, yeah. have ones like the witch that shoot instead. There's also like a guns. cyborg girl mm-hmm. that shoots instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you jump with that, you're just jumping and shooting. Cool. Um, but then around the maps, they've got uh, like these jump pads to go to higher levels. They've got little health stations. Well, what kind of ma- what kind of environments are we in? Um, you know, the funny thing was is I was really looking at it very mechanically, so I wasn't like putting a lot of attention into like what this space really looked it like. It was meant to be. It yeah, just I've felt like before, it just yeah. felt like like what it, like whatever like hallways and, and graffiti or whatever. Uh, blood, you smiled when you told us about your scorpion kills. Like, did you have a good time? Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I did have kind a good of, time. It's a prick, baby. Yeah, it's your prick. I, I did feel like, you know, even though it was like complete strangers, like I was, we were working together as a team. Of course, we did have like a Ninja Theory coach. Yeah. Like <laughs> kind of watching our backs. Like, hey, you guys, yeah. you know what? You know, nobody's over at A. One of one of you go over to A yeah. kind of thing. Nice, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and like making sure that the healer like remembered that they were a healer and that kind of thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean. I I'm, I I dig what I played. It was one match. Um, there's you know, multi, like I said, there's multiple abilities on cooldown. Then there's like you you get like your big special, uh, which oh and that's one of the things. Man, this thing is Overwatch. Uh, with your special, like you you get to pick between different ones when you pick your character. That's cool. They have multiple specials. How many? Like two? Like Street Fighter? They had two at the moment. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So they look like. I mean, they vary depending on what kind of class they are, but it looked like a lot of them there was. There's some that were just like bigger area of effect attacks, mm-hmm. and then others that were more like buffs. I'm sorry. There's a lot of buffing and debuffing. Was in this yours too. the chain, or that was just a regular cooldown special? That's just a regular. So what was your ultimate? The ultimate was uh, that I picked was called Burnout, mm-hmm. and so basically just takes that wheel and just like just starts, you know, peeling out. It's into whoever's in the range is going to get <laughs> under that wheel. Yeah. Fun. Blood, it is so fun to imagine you having a blast playing this game, dude. <laughs> and I'm really glad you brought it, you know, because we trashed on it for the first half of this podcast. Sure. And that you played it and had a good time. Like, means something to me. That's E3. Yeah. That's E3's uh, magic right there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Brandon Sweet. Jones. Yes. You, you're ready with your pick. Totally. 100%. What do you, what do you got? Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, mm, Jones. Watch Dogs. Yes, 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 yes. Why are you picking? Watch Dogs is such a tired franchise. What could they possibly? Not anymore. <laughs> two entries. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. They they had one game that was like that's neat, a fun mechanic, and then another yeah. one where it's like, wow, they really turned this around. And this latest, like, and the reason why I'm picking it is because everything that I've seen so far in all the press conferences is like neat. 
Cool. Oh, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. And Legion's like, one more time? Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, this is what we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe you. <laughs> like, that's insane. Like, that seems either either this game is just completely breaking the rules of how you do open world games yes. or there's something we don't know you know and like and that's why i can't at the end of the day today it's like i have not reconciled this game in my brain this, so so somebody missed d3 what do you tell them is is different about watchdogs legion uh you there is no central protagonist mm-hmm. uh if they are they're masked you know and i'm yeah. actually curious with the introduction having just played the introduction to watchdogs right. 2 i'm curious like how you're introduced to this game i think it's if, your ai buddy if man. that's random yeah, yeah. if you kind of get to pick if you just like maybe scan an environment and be like, yeah, I'll start with that guy. Yeah. Um, I as as you know, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, my second favorite Assassin's Creed game. Love the idea of just you know, finding someone in the environment, recruiting them, bringing them back out, mm-hmm. and even just kind of like a you know uh, having them on the side of the, my gameplay in there, and they pop out, wave, and then take off. Like this idea that not only are they gonna you know uh, be characters you can pull from the environment, not only are they gonna have their own unique specializations, you can level them up, and they have their own stories. Like. Yes. It sounded like loyalty missions. It sounded like yeah. Mass Effect loyalty missions almost. It's and crazy. I, I definitely felt like what they showed was guided. Like, I'd be very surprised if, yes. if that actual sequence of events. There seemed a lot of things that just, like, were happenstance that, mm-hmm. like, I think were emblematic of, like, what they want the experience to play like. And I, I, I you know, rarely fault developers for doing that at, at E3 to kind of be like, here's, here's the idea. You know, especially if it's running an engine, you know. Um, but just to the depths of this thing... And it's gorgeous, you know. The 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 depths of this uh, are just completely blowing my mind. Oh, oh London, London yeah. looks great. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little nervous because I remember like the first Watch Dogs came out. Was it the first Watch Dogs where he, like uh, what was the game where the guy said he got beat up at a, like when he was rioting somewhere? What was that? That was David Cage. That was sorry, different game. But I remember like the first Watch Dogs when it got announced was like whoa, whoa, so serious. They were like security, yes. everybody. Yeah. And then like this guy's daughter died and all and we were like okay neat tech but like so serious and like he started talking about brexit and i was like oh no no i hopefully I don't go down that road of just being like yeah i understand it's relevant and like you picked an interesting you know city to base the story on you know uh considering what was going on in 2019 but i'm glad that it you know once helen came in like here we go okay uh <laughs> this I is what we should focus on this is rare that i defend david cage but it actually wasn't him it was uh, a guy from sucker punch who like was humiliated? Oh, yeah. Infamous. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, Nate Second Fox. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fox. he like buried, he went underground, but Nate Fox is back with uh, with um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. He's back in the spotlight. Right. He's lived through that moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Jones, that's a really good pick, man. I was personally extremely impressed by how they showed this game at E3 this year. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and again, that's the other thing is it's not just this crazy concept that they dropped. It's not a sheet of paper that I, I can read later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what I saw, you yeah. know, and uh, it's it's fun for me and not frustrating to kind of piece together like, ah, I think that was showmanship. And I, I think that was the the game right there. You know, some parts of the HUD that I think they didn't show to it. Like the some you know, magic stuff happened whenever you saw that line connect to a device. And it's like, well, clearly a HUD's going to pop up with the mm-hmm. options of what you want to do to it. But it was just clean, and, and I like that they started with it. You know, nobody came out and talked about it beforehand. They're just London, you know? Yeah. Um, especially given, like, maybe they felt some pressure to announce it beforehand, and so just, like, to start the whole show with it. Yeah, it seemed like there was nothing condescending. To, I got a weird example. This might be insane, but I liked that when our first character that we're playing as dies, the word permadeath appears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that phrase means nothing to a casual human. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think you can kind of infer what permadeath means, honestly. But, yeah. like, yeah, that, that is just, like, a neat phrase that we all understand completely what just happened there. And it's like, okay, we're all on the same page here. Permadeath, that guy's gone. And lay to rest yes. is an option when they revisited right. his icon in the menu. Yeah. Like, what? You know, I guess to finally give up on him, you know? Like, it, yeah. like could consider him disqualified, you know, off the team. 
And I would like to like do that. I wonder if there's anything where like, like what? do the, will they ever mention him? Like, do you go to you, like it, before that? Do you like go to his house and like recover gear or something? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, it's it's weird that they had permadeath and then laid a rest. So I wonder if they cut something out there or there was something that they took out for this demo. Like sure. maybe if someone's bleeding out on the road. You can switch to one of your other characters, and if you can get there, you can save that person or something. Maybe like, they're monetizing revives. Ooh. Stop. Oh, jeez. No. Yeah, okay. Revive for like 300 Ubi coins or something? Congratulations, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, Ian, what's your pick? What do you got? Blip Blop. Sorry? Blip Blop. Blip Blop. You missed Blip Blop. Uh, I did miss Blip Blop, so what is Blip Blop? It's a phone game that Jones is probably like level 800 on. Yeah, now, man. Uh, of the ones you... Shattered up. Of the, one you, yeah, of the ones you listed, I would probably say Ghostware Tokyo. Hell yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you, Ian, because actually I missed this. I, I just watched the trailer with no volume on, and like mm-hmm. I'm... I don't... I'm, what is this? What is Ghostwire Tokyo? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> it's like a freaky... Uh, like the uh you know the rapture has happened mm-hmm. or something like people are disappearing there are ghosty poos you got a bow that you shoot the ghosts with in the street and the animations of the crowds are the greatest thing i've ever seen in a video game this was all cg well i suppose if it I, yeah i guess if it's cg that's less impressive but like at fir- at the first couple of shots we were like is this live action or is this oh okay it's, it's cg is so I mean, I don't know if it's a next gen game and it just looks like that. That would be super. The character animations were very good. Who's making this game? What is yeah. this? this like uh, that's uh, what's his name? Shinji uh, Mikami. Mikami, yeah, yeah, from from uh, you know Tango GameWorks. Tango GameWorks, Resident Evil, Resident Evil yes. and and uh, the one Vanquish. that Evil Within. Yep. Uh, he's him. he is simply producing. I'd have to look up the name of the director. Uh, who oh, was he's not par- directing it. Sorry, he's not directing it. No. No, that, that was the that was the other person that came out. She worked on. Uh, she worked on Bayonetta and Okami. Like yeah. 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 Well, uh, still cool. But primarily helped out a lot with. Uh, Bakumi Nakamura. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. That, that, that was the um, amazing lady who came out just going, yay! Yeah, she was yeah, so yeah. stoked. Yeah, she was the best. Because it looks like a horror game. It looks scary. Oh yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this game was amazing looking. Um, I think she was like uh, uh like an understudy under uh, Evil Within. So like at yep. Tango Gameworks, she's learning a lot, um, probably um, fr- from Kamiya, and then like eventually it's just like, okay, you're ready to do your own thing. She's like, yes, here it is, and it sounds like impressions Don't are pretty positive. I mean, it is just a CG trailer. Yeah. Um, Blood, you got notes? Yeah. Um, I, just the the quote that he said was, "Don't fear the unknown, attack it." Ooh. Um, and they also they, before they play the trailer, they're talking about conspiracies and the occult, and so yeah, there's. There's some interesting things to, d- to dig into there that I think we don't tend to get out of a lot of the Resident Evils and e- even Evil Within. Like, Evil Within, like, it's got its conspiracies, but a lot of it is more of just, like, focused on that central character and, mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the psychological stuff. I think it's a good philosophy. Like, if you at home see anything that, like, makes you uncomfortable that you're not familiar with, you should attack it. 
You should, like, kill uh, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see a weird shadow. <laughs> I'm informed that she was the character designer for Evil Within, too. Oh, wait, also, oh, there's something really chilling about empty character streets. Design, creature design. You know, yeah. all the lights on in Tokyo, and just yeah. the streets are empty. And, and it's and I like the idea, too, that, like, I don't think we saw the protagonist's face. Like, like the protagonist also is kind of spooky. Yeah. Right. And so it's, oh, I, I, he has a hood on. Yeah. Yes. So I just imagine lots of scenes of you trying to save someone, and they're like, who, you know, kind of like Batman. Like, wah. Like, yeah, what's, who's this? There's some no, 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 sure. like, yeah. don't be afraid of me. Also, just, it was such a well-made trailer. It didn't, it wasn't like, it didn't lean so heavily on style like the Evil Within 2 trailer did, but yeah. these guys make good trailers. Like, there was some cool formal edits in this. Dude with the mask, and then, like, chopsticks come down, and you're looking into a mm. bowl of noodles. Yeah. It's oh, like, that was cool, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just to be very clear, I was being very sarcastic, I, I think... Uh, attacking the unknown. Don't fear the unknown. Attack it is like the most foolish catchphrase I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but great catchphrase for a video game wherein you know there are all kinds of ghosty poos and you have to deal with them. But yeah, bad life advice. Yeah, bad, that's like, a message to you, Kyle, to not be a scaredy cat and play it. Don't attack. Just because ass- they assess want situations before they want you, you to play them. it. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Also, Death Loop looks dope. Uh, Deathloop was yeah. Yeah, Deathloop. I on think, the short list. Yeah, we can't again. Like we got a CG trailer. You know, it's a bummer. We don't yeah. have much too much to, to talk about it. Yeah, but Bethesda showed off. Arcane. We're working on that right. And yes. shout shout out to Spiritfarer and sure. like the fifty other cool looking indie games that oh, we've from seen the Xbox over conference. the last couple yeah. of days. There's more than fifty. Oh, yeah, yeah, Xbox so PC many. gaming. <laughs> <is kind of laughs> funny. Yeah, we saw some excellent Good excellent stuff. game reveals. But I told between. Kyle, between all three of those, there's got to be 100 indie games that we've seen in yeah. the past two days, right? Hard to process, man. Sure, yeah. yeah. Skatebird. Yep. Skatebird. Um, yeah, people had sent me Skatebird trailers before. It was not where it was today. Skatebird Damn. is coming along. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah. And it's still a Kickstarter right now, uh, apparently. Yeah. Hey, really? Like, you can, t- you can yeah. give money to Skatebird let me check, right now? Let me check where they're at. Okay. In the meantime, it's time for Love and Respect. Love and respect. We got, you know what we got? We got a lot of really nice like uh, E3 comments that are just like, "Hey, I really love E3 because of you guys and like I spent oh, with my family." Thank you. Really nice things. I I gotta go for these juicy, nasty ones. Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Yes. All right. Um, it's got a twenty thousand dollar goal, and it's right now at seven thousand one hundred forty eight dollars for Skatebird. Skatebird. And it looks like it's not even going for a few days. Yeah. Uh, that is a game in which you are a regular sized bird skateboarding around on like a little tech deck, a tiny Hell little skateboard, yeah. <laughs> just around in an actual sized house. Um, just wanted to say that Bethesda's audience made me stop watching. It felt slimy, sleazy, and not genuine to me at all. Mm-hmm. And on top, or, or, and to top it all off, Todd Howard's unapologetic turd-eating grin finally got me to be hard out in the first 10 minutes. I'd rather Bethesda just done away with the audience and go for the direct model. Love and respect, Proto-J. Turd-eating grin. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. The anger, but holding back on the profanity. (laughs) I mean, Bethesda, 1 billion percent should do directs. So I, I wonder about this Bethesda audience, which is ridiculous. I believe they have fans who love them that much. Is it is that crazy? What's the company that does QuakeCon? They're never going to do a direct. Like, well, I mean, don't quote me on that, but sure. like, I, I just did, that seems to be against what you know. Um, their, I, their, their vibe. They love they love getting their community excited about things. I, Who's excited for Doom? Huh? I don't think like, a lot of that. I don't think it's the community. 
I don't think the people that are in the seats that are getting picked up on those microphones are the fans. I think they're the people that are in the teams that are making yeah, those games. Yeah, there was like a guy though. That was what's weird when it's you know like sure. that's the thing about Xbox. Like there's always like when Phil comes out like ah. And it's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. like, Nobody told people to do the X symbol that looked so cool. Yeah, like, there were two were dudes that stood up. Yeah. yeah, those are just fans. When Phil was in the aisle. But specifically, there was like one guy, like yeah. during Bethesda, that just, I don't, wouldn't, just wouldn't stop. I don't so it's weird, like, having that one guy on the team. It's like, okay, you know, Bill, sit down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that those would be employees because that's so stupid. They're, like, destroying their own goodwill. Uh, yeah. What? what Exists Do they know? I don't know. You know. Well, well, psychologically, yeah. though, like it makes sense. Like you get a little bit of cheer. It, crowds spread, right? Yeah. It's really hard for yeah. a half of a crowd to like ma- have no reaction when they hear the applause and laughter from the other half of the crowd. Well, I mean, Jones can probably speak to this too. But like, I've done plays and and live shows with bands and stuff, and like sometimes you do the same show for a different yeah. audience. And, like, you're doing the same amount of quality, you know, and one crowd is dead silent yeah. and the other one is rowdy as hell and yeah. there doesn't seem to be a reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah. maybe Bethesda's giving them booze. I don't know, but, like... They are. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah so I think, I think it, Bethesda just... They must have a hype person, like, hyping up the crowd, too, or something, because, like, they want that crazy energy. Yeah. And, like... I've had you. You have crowds like that sometimes. They're just bonkers. It seems a bit much for E three. It's too much for E three. Well, and it's just slow. Yeah, and bad. yeah. It's like, it's like hitting every uh, red light. You're like, oh right. god, yeah. again at the intersection. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some like of the things that they would sentence too with these guys. It's like yeah. someone would be like, "Hey, uh, here I am at E three. Woo! Yeah. We're here to announce Ghostwire. Woo!" It's like, you don't even know what that is yet. I could make that title in Photoshop in thirty seconds. It was like that. It was like, and now we're here to announce. Osiris and just a, a yeah. burst of applause. You don't know Outrageous. what Osiris is. Yeah. You don't even know what that is. That's it's the just AI a name. that kills us all. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk yeah. about Fallout seventy six. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was there applause for Fallout seventy six? Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they cheer, when they put NPCs in the game. Oh man. They're like yeah. It's just I do with Bethesda. I know their games sell bonkers. Skyrim just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I can't even fathom how well that game sold. Like Fallout seventy six, <laughs> despite being everything it is, sold extremely well. Fallout three and four. Uh, for some reason, I don't like believe in a Bethesda fan base as much as I do like a Blizzard fan base. It seems more natural to me when like BlizzCon's happening and people are dressing up. They're just thousands of people who love Blizzard games so much. That brand, right? Yeah. They love that. I mean, Blizzard people brands. love some Bethesda's brands. Yeah, I mean, like Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. People love those. Do they? Though? You saw the yes. videos. Yeah, yeah, people love. They do. People. Yes, absolutely. All also, right. like, it is possible, it is possible that Woo Guy was trolling and hates Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Woo. not willing to rule that out either. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Woo. Yeah. I don't I think, think it's way more possible that guy had like five drinks. I don't think there's anyone <laughs> that got that is in there that hates Bethesda unless they're no, working there. Either. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, unless they're working. Yeah, they're like, God damn it. So, like, if I'm Bethesda, some security right now, guard or something. Uh, I love that. I love that people are cheering at every stupid thing that I say. Like, I, there's mm. no way I'm going to do a video because I love that people are associating applause Feed with my announcements. The energy. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no reason. There's no incentive for them to stop this nonsense. Right. 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 Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, there's no way to make till they get stopped. Booed. Yes. Until they get booed. So I think for the next E3 next year, you can absolutely expect Bethesda to again have a live yeah. audience in front of their press conference. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> boom! If you want to direct, come come to LA, take their free drinks and boo boom away. Them Please do not do that. <laughs> if I'm responsible for that, no, no, no. Uh, this is an interesting question. Hey, allies, 
Who is utilizing E3 the best? Which companies should rethink their approach to E3? Love and respect, John of the future. Nintendo. Is utilizing it the best? Yes. I Why think, do you say that? I think so. Because they do a direct, it's controlled, it's fast, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and then they have a bangin' booth with a lot of demos, and booth. really, it runs like clockwork, that booth. Yeah. Yeah. Better get an appointment. And, you, right, if you're pressed, you get an appointment. Can you get an appointment otherwise? I think, like, online I mean, you could. Okay. But it's, uh, wait, is it, it called Warp Pipe? Yeah, what Warp Pipe. Yeah, yeah, they have the Warp Pipe. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the same thing that PlayStation has done at their events. It's like uh, a Disney Pass. Yeah, yeah, so there's an online sign-up for people with gamer passes and stuff. But, yeah, otherwise, I mean, if you're, yeah, biz- is good too. If you're business or media, then, yeah, you would make an appointment with them at the desk. Yeah, also a great thing to bring up. The Treehouse just runs all day long and yeah, just gives cool. people in-depth yep. looks. As like they can't be at E3, you can get you can absorb as much as you possibly could playing this demo on the st- on the floor. Right. It's yeah, cool. I mean, I think the one the one thing that they are missing by not having a press conference is they they're just missing that opportunity to, to bring somebody out on the stage. Yes. You know, which is why you know it's like the, pa- the past two years. You know, Miyamoto showing up at Ubisoft was was so funny because like, yeah, you can't do this. Like, Nintendo can't just bring out Miyamoto and have him, you mm-hmm. know, just stand there and get applause because but they've cut to other doing... guests on videos before. Yeah, but it's just it's again. It's, I think it's that lizard brain associating applause with sure, a person sure, and, sure. and a game announcement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I th- humans just grow, get attracted to that. We love that stupid noise, and like we, no matter what, we just have a better feeling about it if you hear applause combined with it in a weird way. But. But the the championships, you know, that was a live event. That was where, you yeah. know, they're really putting a lot of effort and money into. You are all selling me that Nintendo's doing the best of D three. I hundred, yeah, I'm I'm way in agreement. Wow. Yeah, they kill it every year. Who needs to do better? Who needs to rethink their strategy? EA, come on. <laughs> no, I think I think EA improved upon last year. EA Play, yes. I think they improved have upon you, what they did Have you been to EA Play? Never been to EA Play. <laughs> EA Play is bad. Tell me dude. what it's actually like to be there because no I, one knows what the hell's going on. Okay. No, like me and Brandon, like where do we go? And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like you just walked that way. Like there was a press room, and they kicked everyone out. It's like we got to do a meeting. I got a, I got, I got a press email from EA, and they said we would like to invite you to EA Play. And I said, great. Easy Allies would like to send Brandon Jones and Brad Ellis, and they were like, great. Brad got a media badge, and I got a guest badge. That's we were like, that's what? right, baby. I went up to one entrance and was like, hey, and he boop, sky me in, and I walked in, and then Brad's like, cool, I want to go in. They're like, no, you can't go in. Like what? <laughs> we, there, we we did not talk media? to two different contacts. It was yeah. literally just the same person. Actually, we did. I don't know For why. EA? You got oh, well, a different I mean, contact. As far as Star Wars fall, uh, uh, Jedi Man, I talked to yes. like 20 different people. Yeah. I, I signed up for like 20 different Star Wars things. Got it. I Wait. ended up going to one and then realized that I was signed up for like that again four more times. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I won't go to like the rest the of them. The guest badge is better than the media badge? It wasn't better. It just got me into a different thing. <laughs> it was a different <laughs> entrance. <laughs> a different entrance, yeah. yeah. Like the room where they were all playing Madden and stuff. You know, like yeah. some big like, Oh, you don't want and to like go I went, And I went, like, at the entrance, at, like, the register entrance, at, like, the first, the desk where it's like, welcome to EA Play, how can I help you? I was yeah. like, cool, I think I have some kind of uh, theater appointment for Star Wars Jedi Order, which was the giant theater where they were showing Jedi Fallen Order. And the front desk was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, I have an appointment at 10.30 and 11, I think it's for the same thing, but it's for the presentation of Jedi Fallen Order. And they were like... I, I love like, hearing oh, you two fans. Okay, oh let me tell gosh. you about my Give experience. So, Give me more. 
We had we saw Star Wars. We had like so you went to the theater. You yeah, got yeah, to we sit did that. Check then, it out. No, there's no theater. All that was outside. Oh, EA Play it. was like outside. But yeah. no cover. Sure. Sun beating down but on like, everybody. Well, we saw Star Wars is in a like a room. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But okay. the uh, the the but anyways, when we, the first thing we saw yeah. EA Play their live stream. After all Star Wars, we had like an hour to kill or something like that. And there's a coffee shop right across the street. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go get coffee real quick. Oh no, <laughs> go out. No, no. Humongous land, okay? Like they sure. let us in like a press entrance. They have the gate shut. They're not letting anyone else in. Maximum capacity. So you have coffee in your hand. Oh, yeah. I slurped it. <laughs> yeah. So but you walk back in and then it's I shut down? Then I asked the lady, I'm like, hey, could I get in? Like, me and she goes, yeah, hold on, but we're at maximum capacity. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I can wait like a second. She's like, okay. Then she's like, I don't know if I can get back in. She's like, I don't know how to get back in. Then she was asking, like, security. Security was a third party. But eventually they went in, like, people were trying to get in. It was, like, people trying to get in, like, getting trapped behind somewhere. <laughs> and, like, so, like a horde of zombies coming, like, let us in, kind of thing like that. How'd you end up getting in? Then, what I, then like, people were trying to get in. They're like, no. Then I was, some guy asked about press. And he goes, you got a badge, you can get in. I was like, I have a badge. Can I come in? He's like, yeah, you can come in. I was like, finally, God. Whoa, dude. <laughs> and the sun is just beating down out there. There's, like, yeah. no shade or anything. These poor people wait out there for There's hours. There's, like, one picnic table with an umbrella. The umbrella's not opened. You know, it's just, like, tied up. <laughs> I was just I'm like, like, oh, man. I'm thinking about sitting over there. They have these, like, EA, like, umbrella hats. Uh-huh. That's like mocking those people. Yeah, you know, like here, you yeah. want shade? Put this stupid <laughs> thing on your head. Wow. I was just like, oh, like it's and cool. it's just a weird. It's it, like like I, I watched some trailer after the show of like you know Joseph Ferris and all these indie people talking about like they didn't have a lot to show, but they were like yeah. getting. They're like we're still doing this. EA Originals is still a thing. Like not featured in the press conference. Like yeah. well, they didn't have a press conference um, or not not featured in their live stream. Yeah, you know The yeah, Sims was. But this like, is like the fire festival of E3. <laughs> and it, yeah, Do we know for sure that it wasn't in the, in, anywhere in those live streams? Because I was, I, I just, mean, I saw the schedule. Yeah, it was like well, I know it yeah. wasn't on the schedule. I'm just wondering because they had buffer space okay. where they had kind of did countdown clocks to the next thing. So I just wonder if, like, instead of a countdown clock, they did that. Maybe. That'd be nice. Yeah. It definitely wasn't on the schedule. It was like people couldn't seek it out. You know what I mean? They right. couldn't seek out that moment. That it just and, it kind of like hit my inbox in like a weird part of the day. In, in the middle oh, of the EA play. Oh. Yeah. They had a media room. This is so great. They had a media room in the Champagne Lounge. Mm. Oh, yeah. And we go in, no AC. Everyone's just on ch- chairs that are like lined up around this the room, just like hot. Like, uh, and like I had, we had like an hour to, w- you know, that's when yeah. you went to go get a coffee. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit. I was so tired. I'm like, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm just going to sit down and just they like look at stuff on my there? phone. No. Some dude that's randomly walks in the unusual. media room and he's like, yeah, I got to ask everybody to leave. We're going to have a meeting in here. And I was like, does this guy even work for EA? I don't know. He doesn't have a badge on. He's not wearing like some EA shirt. Like IGN for sure. Yeah. <laughs> when I left one appointment, uh, I had Star Wars immediately after that, and the guy that grabbed me he was like, "Brandon, Brandon." And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. He's like, "You got the Star Wars appointment." I'm like, "I was just in another yeah, appointment we in that appointment. I had scheduled that you should know. Like, you should have a list of everything I'm doing. Like, you should be able to. If I'm, you know, I'm looking for this person. What are they doing? And then just have like a central person. Because when I walked by, I could see like Star Wars on the wall, and I'm like, <laughs> I think this is where the interviews are going to happen, but I don't know because I don't. Who who would I talk to? It's just I, journalists everywhere. I don't see anybody. They didn't like, know where EA. our Star Wars interview was going to be for yeah. a bit. Wow. The thing I got. And they luck- were great. Like the people from Respawn yeah. were fantastic. I believe yeah. like, that. When yeah. we yeah. talked to them, it's exactly. just the organizing the entire right. thing. Yeah. And, and it, oh, one need- final thing we okay. talked about. Sure, sure. Uh, no, the the thing I got lucky with when we were there last year, and we had similar issues, just tr- trying to wander around. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, I at least have dealt with these people enough years to where I can look for somebody that I recognize. Yeah. Didn't have Bloodworth. And yeah. <laughs> and like, sure. All right, what's going on? Tell me what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Jones, your last thing. It is 
screw you distance from downtown LA. Like it is just far enough to be like, why even go to E3? You know, you're on Sunset Boulevard. Like, okay, yeah. like it, it's it, it's you're telling me nowhere in downtown LA. You look at that city and you're like, I don't know, none of these hotels. No, we got to rent this uh, this theater with this giant you know parking lot that we're gonna build our own structures which on. Can't be cheap. Which is like you know you know a fifteen dollar Uber away from downtown LA, and yeah. it's just like oh, that on top of paying to get in and all you know to play like. You know, four games. You know, I mean, obviously now they have like seven or eight games available. But you simply played Star Wars. That was the only thing you wanted. I didn't play to Star, Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. I interviewed and did, uh, Star Wars. I had one other interview that we'll talk about later. But uh, Ooh. Yeah. under embargo. Yeah. Yes. Unannounced title. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop <laughs> asking questions. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That's well, my job. That's my job here. That's all. Right. That's all right. uh, But that's why I have respect for Sony. Just being like, we're we're out. We're gonna do a yeah. state of play. Death Stranding is gonna have its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not gonna be like, we're gonna have our own E3. Like, yeah. oh, come on. Even Microsoft being like, we're gonna be in the theater. Like, okay. At least it's across the street. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. At least like all no, of no, that no. area is that kind I will of say partying, is but... a pain in the butt. Ooh, all right. I'm like, so Well, well, you know. It's it's just logistics, right? But, like, the Microsoft Theater is, like, pretty much just, like, right across the street from the convention center. Yeah. But the way they've set everything up, there's, like, these huge fences that, like, block off the street and block off most of the plaza. So, like, you've got to go out to the street, go back through this, like, narrow, now crowded corridor Mm -hmm. to get to the Microsoft Theater. And so, yeah, it's a huge pain in the butt. A huge pain in the butt? So... To those uh, companies, rethink it. Nintendo. You're I mean, Microsoft yeah. is going to stay in that theater. Yeah, they are. I mean, I mean and once you're there, it is back. actually <laughs> great. Like once you get in the doors. Oh, it's a cool experience when you're yeah, inside. They've got nice and cool lo- AC. They've got AC. Coffee. They've got plenty of. Sp- I don't. I'm not sure about coffee. They oh, might. Okay. They might have coffee somewhere, but not. They didn't have it today. Um, but they've got you know all their stations set up. They actually one thing they did different with the showcases here, which. Like at first, I was annoyed by, but once I got in there, I like really appreciated. Is in past years, the showcase would just be boom, this one block of time, and everybody went to the showcase. Mm-hmm. And so you you've been to the showcase before. Mm-hmm. It was crazy crowded, and you didn't get to do the things you needed to do. Sure. This time, they've broken it up. There are like multiple showcases. So there was cool. one right after the press conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. There were like two media times today and then i guess there was like some other influencer times like later in the evening yeah i went to that one so it was totally spread out so that yeah i got to play gears twice yeah so that the second time i actually knew what the crap i was doing i was watching your capture of uh forza horizon 4 as well like that was cool the lego stuff yeah, yeah. that's good like it's cool that you, mm-hmm. got ca- you went to that yeah. event and got capture of those games it looks good and then when i go back later this this week for the behind closed doors appointments, like all of that stuff is just like they've got nice big spaces, you know, to have those demos in the quiet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, the way of it's set up is great. It's just the fact that it's so detached from the rest of the convention center. You've got to go through security both ways. Is a, yeah, that's a pain in the butt. Not as convenient as it sounds, is what you're saying. Yeah, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, uh, I. I know for certain that E3 will continue to change. I know there's no way next E3 will be the same as this year's E3. I just can't say in which ways. Sure. Yeah. I have no idea. But, yeah, it'll de- absolutely change. Uh, Nintendo, keep doing what you're doing. Time for bets. Ooh. Next week's bet. At this point, next week. Actually, it'll be a point in a day. It'll be Tuesday next week. Uh, how many different villagers will we have seen 
in the new Animal Crossing game. And sorry, I don't mean villagers. I mean animal creatures. Mm-hmm. How many animal characters will be seen? So, sorry, villagers don't count. Humans, no. Yep. We're talking specifically animal creatures. Tom Nook counts. That is one. Mm-hmm. Presumably, we see him in the new Animal Crossing. Uh, but you're talking about trailers, right? No, I'm I'm talking about all of like the Nintendo uh, all of Treehouse, all yes. of oh, oh I think you're talking about the trailer. No, nah, if you want to change your bet now, I'm yeah, sorry, I, I do. Clear. Even you, Ian. If I, you want I to think I'm gonna now, stick with my bet. I think my, my bet okay. is okay either I way. I meant everywhere. But yeah. yeah so. All right, all right, Jonesy. Twenty. Daniel Bloodworth. <laughs> one hundred and forty. Oh my god! <laughs> have fun counting those. I thought I had the high one. Uh, have fun. Twenty-five. I have a uh, twenty-four. Uh, Ian Hink. <laughs> How's this 46. Happen? 46. I think we just got locked out of that one, Jones. Let me lock that in. Yeah. Could win it, though, if it's literally just Nook being like, eh, it's called this. Yeah. <laughs> Move we along. Oh, they could down, show so. nothing. <laughs> oh, that'd be so I just remember. Do you remember the Wii U had that little, like, plaza app? Where like they just all grouped yeah. up together. That, That's what I'm thinking. Like they're just yeah. gonna the last shot of the trailer. Yeah, is all of them waving like Dad. everybody. <laughs> yeah. By the way, please help me. I'm asking for your help. No, on you got to count on, those. On Twitter, this please sucker. help me. Please let me know. Uh, uh, last week's bet. Ooh, we're actually Ian. We're gonna have to do this live, baby. Uh, last week's bet was about which game's E3 trailer would have the most views. So, Jones, you bet Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I don't know if it's called the E3 trailer. So I'm thinking we're gonna have to go with the reveal trailer for that. Oh dear, they haven't had a new one, have they? Yeah, it wasn't at Xbox. You oh, swore I... you told me it'd be at Xbox. You I promised. Did. I did. That's true. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, I was very, 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 very so wrong. So that wait, but so the trailer that we thought we were we were betting on does not exist. Yeah. It yeah, does Call of Duty does which, not have which an E3 trailer. E3 trailer. I think yeah. we have to null and void that Disqualified. one. Disqualified. Yeah. yeah. Um so then it's uh Ben Bet Final Fantasy VII Remake, which just debuted tonight. Okay, we're just going to look together, all right? I'm going to look at these one at a time. Okay. Great. Okay. All right, so Ian is right now in YouTube at oh. Square Enix. Oh, yeah, just refresh that. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> have they not uploaded it they, Hang on, hang on. I'm sure they have. Oh, I'm sure it's got to be in there. I wonder if PlayStation uploaded it. There was a PlayStation tweet. Yeah. Ian, should go to, go to just type in PlayStation. GameSpot. PlayStation? Yeah, I bet I bet the PlayStation channel uploaded it. Weird. I, I don't know. I mean, it might still be buried in that video list that you were looking at. It would have been up near the top, though. Yeah. No, they put everything up, like, right on top of each other. And you can search um, Final Fantasy VII on... Pr- yeah, PlayStation uploaded that trailer, man. Yeah, it's right there. They want those views. Yeah, okay, so that's... Three, three hours ago. 121. Yeah. Okay, what's the next one? Okay, the next one is... Uh, Huber bet Resident Evil 3. Okay, so... They put uh, Tifa right on that thumbnail. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, okay. I did. Uh, I know. Doom Eternal. So it's really between those two. Final Fantasy VII Remake and Doom Eternal. Um, uh, E3 that'd trailer. Be on Bethesda. That would definitely that, be on yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, you need to be Bethesda. So we're going to Bethesda's YouTube channel. Oh, our internet's being By the way, I, uh, <laughs> we talked about it jokingly. Don had a bet that Sony would crash the party at this year's E3. Huber and I were kind of talking, like, Sony got a lot out of that Square Enix press conference. Story um, trailer? I mean, the, the, the one with the most views. The one day ago. Yeah. Dude, nice. I mean, like, both both of them work. Uh, oh, there's two. battle mode. Battle mode, story trailer. Story trailers. So five, story trailer right now is at 552. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't know those are all natural views because Fallout 76 was just boosted last right. year. That's why I went. Commander Keen's got 100K. Bethesda. So, Commander yeah, Keen's got, wait. 
You know what I mean? Commander yeah. King means something to Battle a lot of people. Battle mode has the same number as Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Battle mode. Sorry, um, Commander Keen. But, like, yeah. Sony showed up big. Sony, like, has whatever Avengers, dumb Avengers locked down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we have exclusive content with yeah. the PlayStation. Ah! What? We won't even tell you what it is, but be excited for the content. Yeah. It's like, that is just deals. That is a, a check that was signed. Yep. That means nothing to us as humans. Yep. Man. Uh, obviously, we'll look forward to the beta, right? But, like, uh, brutal. Um, uh, okay, so, uh, boop, 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 boop. Oh, I just won that bet. However, we have to talk about last week's bet. Um, the week before uh, last well, week's bet. Um, well, hang on a minute. That's 93, baby. Well, yeah, yeah the one from the concert. That's the concert. That, this is what got Jones disqualified, is we have to use the E3 trailer. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. And so it has to have the E3 in Why the name. Why did PlayStation get to upload that? Um, the marketing deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Deals. Marketing Weird. deals, yeah. That's why I said like they got to crash the party. Like They got to have that huge game associated with them, despite not even showing does up. Does that count? Game. Sorry, does that count as what? As them crashing the party. I kind of think it does, Ian. Huh? Like, I don't know. No, it doesn't. They got so much marketing they tonight. They didn't show up, though. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They did not show like up. Like, if Sean Leon busted in somewhere, then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He okay. needed to yeah, crash the party. Yeah, they gotta come in like the, the, the... Oh, man. Fair enough. I would make a case. Um, right. What's that juice? The big pitcher guy that busts through a wall? Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Kool-Aid. They gotta come in like the Kool-Aid man. Mm. Ian, I was just thinking about the Kool-Aid yeah. man, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a positive energy. A big thing that couldn't possibly exist that has the craziest energy. Um, Made of glass, yet jumps through brick. Okay, so the Death Stranding thing. All sorts of controversies around this. First of all, let's knock this one out. Skeleton Warriors definitely in the second Death Stranding trailer. You can see there are Skeleton Warriors. Yeah. Um, uh, there was debate about Die Hardman. Uh-huh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, he's interesting. His jaw moves. Um and so I didn't think that's like a mask that comes off. I actually thought that was his face. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't think at any point he'll remove it and say, this is actually who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of think that's just like protective surface. I didn't like count that as a mask. Is this um, still beds? What's up? Yeah, yeah. This oh, last yeah, week's we're bed. still in beds. Oh, okay. Um, blurry photo I looked at again. I couldn't count it. However, I went to the wiki, Jones. That, that president, her name's Bridget. She's a whole separate character, dude. Okay. So that means we got Bridget... Mama, Hartman, Die Hardman, and Higgs. That's five. So that is not Lindsay Wagner, the actress. Right. That is a whole different actress. Right. Whole, yeah. It I just so. happens to look a lot like Lin- Lindsay Wagner. I guess so. Crazy. But and in that other thing, they announced Lindsay Wagner. Then why wasn't she in that when she's they the, did she's the whole the only cast? character who doesn't get an actor attached to her. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, or no, a credit. Here's the I mean, thing. Someone though. played her. That wasn't the last thing I did on the wiki. I clicked on Die Hardman, and it turns out. That concept art of this character yeah. was revealed at TGS years prior. I oh. saw that. So, unfortunately, that does mean that Damiani won that bet. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we're going to have to remove a point from the Little Pigs uh, over to the Gorgeous Gorillas. Uh, yes. And also, unfortunately, we must rescind my apology to the Black Eyed Peas uh, from the record. <laughs> that is this from podcast the is hilarious. <laughs> Why in the world? Like you miss a week, Ian. It's like what? What? And I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So the Black Eyed Peas, the, the apology's gone, uh, and the gorgeous girls <laughs> get a point. So that brings and, us to what's up? And and you lose that point. 
Yeah, we lose yeah, that point. Everybody wins. Uh, but we do get the point for the weird uh, E3 trailer bet. Uh, so that brings us to Scrappy Little Pigs 13. Ooh. Ooh. And Gorgeous Gorillas 11. Ooh. Ooh. That was an E3. That's hoogie. an E3. <laughs> that was a really nice. We hoogie. will not allow that. Kyle, next week. I don't. I have literally <laughs> less than any idea what you're talking about. But Chad is like screaming at me that both are played by Lindsay Wagner right now. It doesn't matter. Does you, it matter? Well, okay. Here's the thing, Chad. I don't know what you're talking. Thanks, about. Chad. Go to the wiki, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Go to the wiki and and write. These are actually the same character. <laughs> Do that. Well, there's a difference between. Wait, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You can't wait, influence wait, 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 your wait, own bets, yeah. Kyle. There's a difference between characters and actors. Lindsay yeah. Wagner could be playing both characters, but they're just different characters. That's an interesting because, question. Because so you have this woman who's bedridden, and, and then you have this like crazy dress. I'm out in freezing temperatures in this weird dress with no shoes, and it's like that could be a just a di like a, a different manifestation of that character. Okay. So, Jones, I have a scenario for you. Okay. Okay. It's it's uh, 15 years ago. I mean, it's 20 years ago. There's a movie coming up called Multiplicity. We don't know a thing about it. We know Michael Keaton's in it. Right. We make a bet. How many faces will be revealed right. on the Multiplicity poster? Yeah. You say one? Uh, no, no. Yeah, I would agree that those those are separate characters. Sure. Okay. Those yeah. are separate faces, even. Uh, yeah. Considering they are hu they are different yeah. so human beings. Clones. Chat, get over yourselves. Um, okay. Oh so. Patreon.com. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> Please support us. Is where you would want to go. <laughs> If you just, you think we're so humble. Step one, get over yourself. Just like these poor, Step two. This poor guy. Give us money. <laughs> um, yeah, so patreon.com slash easy allies. Easy allies is primarily supported through Patreon. Uh, it is, it's, I just like remarked upon it today. Uh, like it kind of like settled in on me during E3 doing this stuff live. Like we have this desk. You know what I mean? We have like these monitors, this fancy studio that all exists because of Patreon. And yeah. It, it's kind of remarkable in a this way. This air conditioning? Yeah. Oh. Jones, it was so hot this last year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> E3 was associated yeah. with sweaty yes. before. It totally, for me, Brad, yes. Sweaty Just for like, everybody. Can't wait to peel the suit off. Yeah. Uh, Jones pointed out that behind the old desk, you could see... I was wearing oops, I was wearing shorts yeah. on, uh, with a suit coat. Yes. And you could like see my bare legs <laughs> <laughs> right on the in the corner yeah. of the shot. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Just the direct difference between last year and this year. Um, I didn't realize we've done four of these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we celebrated our 30-year anniversary, and I keep forgetting that means, like, you're on your fourth lap. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so please check out patreon.com slash easyallies. Uh, if you would like this podcast two Let's days early, if you from? want it on Wednesdays as opposed to Fridays, uh, you should check out that $5 tier, because that is you get early access to many Easy Allies programs, and you get to submit to our silly segments. Um, I do want to reiterate once more, Glenny's Game Jam is on, uh, so Google Glenny's Cauldron Jam if you want to be uh, a player or a creator or a judge, all those things, just check that out. Uh, that's pretty much it for this podcast, this live podcast. Yeah. Cool. To wrap things up, uh, uh, because I won the bet this week, I get the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle with the world. You know what? I should rescind all this. Because I got to do it last week. I should give it to uh, the Gorgeous Gorillas this week as, as I give the point over. So who was in the Damiani seat? I don't Rare remember. and admirable of you. Yeah. Admirable. Admiral. No. Admiral. Admiral of you. Admiral uh, <laughs> And we love you now! <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, uh, you know what? Let's give it all to Ian, who's back here, who's doing yeah. all this stuff yeah. live. Ian, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video we'd like to promote. You get to have the final word, anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off.
Uh, and then are we just we're done right after that? So yeah, I, I kind of want to wave goodbye stuff? to everybody yeah. though. So yeah, we'll, we'll do a wave. separate we'll do a separate goodbye for the live audience. Okay. Uh, so well, should I cut to like the splash screen? Then we'll come back for a second. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, my Twitter handle is Ian Hink at Ian Hink with a C C K. Um, what are oh the betting special was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out so you'll understand what the heck we're talking about half the time uh that was a lot of a lot of fun to uh put together um and then uh leaks is bad uh and then uh good night and good game Sexy.